Class 322 for a throwing fire. Hey, people are reporting traffic. There's no doubt that the game has changed, and we are changing with it. Welcome to Season 2, because in this season, it is all about how we become and stay operational. How we're ready for every moment of our life on and off the job. I'm your host, Jeff Fanman. Thanks for joining me, and let's get down to it. Today's podcast is brought to you by Brute Force Training. Head over and check out the guys at BruteForceTraining.com, the sandbags, the gear, the equipment, the things that they offer, and of course, make sure you download the Brute Force app because it has got some unbelievable programming in there absolutely for free. And listen, when you pick up your next sandbag or your next shirt or your next pack or whatever it is you're going to buy from these guys, use my discount code. That's OPMINDSET, OP Mindset, and they'll take a little bit off the top for you. Get in, get in action, get your sandbag, get your butt in the game, start working out, let that thing beat the crap out of you. Thanks for sponsoring us, guys. That's BruteForceTraining.com, BruteForceTraining.com. Now, on to today's episode. All right, welcome back to Mindset Radio. I'm your host, Jeff Bandman. Today is going to be phenomenal because with me is Stephen Kuhn, who happens to be a decorated U.S. military combat veteran, now focuses on turning failing businesses into crazy awesome successes across Europe and the U.S. Listen, Stephen's been handpicked to consult with some of the most influential people around the world and expand their brand, build value, loyalty, and really creating some deep strategies for increasing what we look at as beneficial relationships. So I think there's going to be a lot to learn here today because when we talk about being operational, when we talk about elevating the game, operating at a whole different level, there are some really key and subtle factors that play into that. And that's the conversation today. Stephen, thank you for joining me. I'm really excited to have you. My absolute pleasure. And it's a great subject matter today. So thanks for thanks for having me on specifically for this show. Yeah, no, I, I really appreciate it. I mean, I think the you know, the interesting thing is when I've for a long time, I've defined mindset as not a narrative problem, but a math problem, right? It's a kind of a, a series of things that you possess, traits, beliefs, internal systems that add up to your ability to operate really in any environment, whether you're still on the job, whether you've retired and now starting a business, you know, as an entrepreneur, it doesn't matter, right? At home, at life, with family, all of it across the board, there are these underlying traits. And, you know, that's been some of the great conversations we've had. And that's where I really wanted to bring this to the guests today. So why, let's let's start here. Like, where are where are you? What do you do? How do you do it? How did you go from being uh, of, you know, a military, uh, a soldier into the world you're in? What have you learned? Let, let's just start. Well, talking. Okay. Well, uh, it's, you know, it's been a long journey. I'm 52 years old. Uh, I came to Europe uh, in the military in 1986, stationed in Germany. And uh, I went from Germany to Iraq, directly deployed to Operation Death of Storm. Um, and, uh, you know, with the 8th Cavalry, we did our, what we did over there. When I came back, uh, I got out uh, about two years later in Germany, and I stayed so I, I ended up staying mm. in Germany, and I just said, you know, wherever I'm going to be, I want to be 
unique. So first of all, I made it really easy to be unique as an American that didn't speak much German living in Germany. So <laughs> that was my first sure. <laughs> which made it really difficult to get any kind of real job. So I started as a doorman at a club. But, but one thing I realized okay. right away was that, that I knew from the military really well, relationships meant everything. So, and I also knew that, you yes. know, most doormen are, you know, mean and gruffy. So I was, I said, well, I would be the exact opposite. Well, in no time at all, I was on TV and in the news and, uh, you know, being pulled left and right to get jobs uh, because of my attitude being the guy that stood there and welcomed everybody and helped me made everybody feel fantastic. And even if they couldn't come in, they were, they felt fantastic. Um, and that turned into sort of a commodity for me where I just didn't, within three years, I was ahead of a, you know, a British PLC, publicly listed company, um, for European operations and development, had 3,500 people under me in nine countries. Uh, that was I was a sergeant in the army and on tanks, and I didn't really learn much in yeah. tanks except for how to drive, shoot, move, shoot, communicate tanks. Uh, yeah, so yeah, so you know, next thing <laughs> totally. I know, three years later, four years later, I'm I'm at the top of this corporation and I'm making you know, you know, multiple six figures. I got the car, the wife, the whole works, you know, I'm thinking I, I made it. I'm only 33 years old. I made it. And, uh, of course I didn't make it. I got burned. Well, you know, you know how, you know how it is, right? Just right. when you think you did, right? <laughs> just when you, just oh, when yeah. you, you yep. know, when you sit back and yep. relax. That's, like, oh, that's I part of the problem. And I knew the whole time the back of my head, now that I look back, that it wasn't built on what it should have been built on. Right. It was, it was built, it was, it was built on speed climbing and yes. flying up that ladder. Like I, I should have built a basis and a foundation, but I didn't. Anyway, so, you know, I learned my lesson there and then I crawled, I crawled my way back up the same path like an idiot. Um, and I fell again until I realized, okay, obviously that's not the right way. Um, and then I started working freelance as a consultant to turn troubled businesses around. And so for the last, for the last 20 years, I've been doing, okay. um, well, that was including the first instance of this. So the last 10 years I've been doing turnarounds and basically going to all these different countries and fixing companies, whether it's in Turkey or UK or Spain or Portugal, Austria, Switzerland, wherever. And I fixed their companies. I did it in person for most of the time, for almost, almost, almost was 50 years. In the last year and a half now, two years, I've been doing it online only. So I do the same thing I've always done, but I do it online. And I, and I do it in a way that I start with the person. This is what mm. happens. I get a call. Hey, my company's not doing well, or we're hitting a plateau, or we need to turn around quick, or we'll lose, you know, lose our, our butts. And I have to take care of the perceived problem first. So I can't say to them, well, the problem is always, you know, the leadership. It's always the leadership. I mean, I mean, 99.999% of the time, it's always the leadership. It doesn't mean they're bad. It just means they don't know what they don't know. Are they not aware of something? It's yep. just like, it's not that they're bad, but you try to tell a CEO or, yep. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's, there's just a missing. Yeah, there's just a missing. I think that's, yeah, I think that's, I think that's, if we can, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day, uh, you know, and they were out of the fire service yep. and they were like, you know, we are designed oh, yeah. to eat our own. And I mean, that's true, right? We military, law enforcement, we eat our, we eat our own yep. because we have this good, bad, right wrong crap in our way right. of just going no <laughs> this worked and this exactly didn't. so Period. that's what i address is you i know? address what yeah. they think is wrong first and usually it's money usually it's revenue and i have i have immediate impact revenue programs that i use in order to find that mean that right. immediate dormant revenue and then they gain I, that through that i gain their trust and they say okay he knows what he's doing and then i move to the issues and that's where i work with what i call hit 
um, which is which stands for honesty, integrity, and transparency, and that's the core basis of everything that I do, how I live my life, and I've been teaching that for 15 years. And the definition of hit, to keep it short, is honesty is being true to who you are and how you live, and transparency is communicating your honesty for anyone to observe, and integrity is a result of that, and it's your ongoing reputation. So it's real simple. Who am I? What's my identity? Why am I doing what I'm doing? That's my honesty with myself, right? And then the transparency the transparency part is communicating, communicating that honesty to the world around me, whether it be what I'm yeah. doing right now or on my website or, you know, in person. And when you're honest with yourself, brutally honest with yourself like that, you know who you are, why you do what you do, and what your identity is, then you never worry about anything, what other people think. So the absence of all expectations is the result of living by hit. And if you just think about that for a second, what that means Unless you're in business, you verbalize expectations and sign contracts, obviously. But in, in relationships with friends, colleagues, you know, family and relationships, uh, I mean, uh, wife and, 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 and husband, is when you suddenly have no expectation, just think of the, the outcome of that. It changes lives immediately. It's incredible how, and we can talk simple. You come home with flowers. The wife yeah. automatically says, what would you do wrong? Right. So, you know, it's like expectation. And you're thinking, well, maybe I'll get lucky tonight. And then she's thinking, why is he looking at me like that? And then right. she's thinking, oh, maybe he wants. And you're thinking, and no one talks. Right. It's all expectations. Right. Nobody, nobody just calls anything. Yeah. It's right. so unspoken. Right. It's so, just left unspoken. So hit, hit has one principle or has one rule. And that's either you have no expectations or you verbalize your expectations. Simple as that. Yeah. And, um, and, and then we, you know, we go, there's a couple other pieces in there. One's relational capital, which is investing in relational capital. One is the life enterprise system. We're the CEO of our own life enterprise and we're responsible. And we answer to the stakeholders, which is everything in our lives and how we elevate them and leave them in a better place uh, as when we left, as, as when we met them. And there's so many things of going down this path of how do you get yourself to a core operating um, uh, sort of, you know, like I, I always like to say the, the, the nuclear reactor within us. So the power, the power mm -hmm. stays within to make you glow to the outside. It's not, you know, too many people want to want to throw it out there. They want to give it away. And they, as soon as they get energy, they run out and they give it away. And they, you know, they're, 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 they're distributing it sort of like can. And what that is, it's, it's only, a, it's a, it's a short sell is what it is. So, yeah. Yes. So, and and yeah. this is the difference between a leader that's um, extrovert, I guess you could say, and a leader that may be more quiet but has that power, never has to say a word, just has to, has to, has to look. And they go, okay, yep, okay, I get it. He didn't say a word, but I know exactly what he means. Because that, that, that strength, that power, right. that certainty within is what speaks. It's not the words, it's the certainty within. So, yeah. I went on a little rant there, but I love this subject matter. Yeah, no, I mean, I do as well. You know, I mean, I talk about, it's funny when, you know, when you're standing up, teaching, talking, uh, I've got a, uh, you know, talk coming up with at Firehouse Expo, we're talking critical decisions. Uh -huh. When you begin to unpack the subtle factors behind and I start talking about openness and humility, right? And vulnerability and these, these kind of core underpinning things that we don't talk about. You know, yeah. I had Elliot Rowe on the podcast last season. You know, we're talking about self-sabotage. You know, the guys aren't hanging on the front of the fire truck going, hey, how'd you self-sabotage today, right? right? I mean, those are, but those are the underpinning things that are driving our behavior, which, you know, directly impacts our ability to perform in key moments. And, you know, I like the hit method in a lot of ways because honesty, and I've had several people on the episodes talk about you said it earlier talk about really being honest with yourself yeah. right and 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 looking at yourself going well maybe i'm not here yet 
right? I mean, there's this, I know for my own story, I mean, I was dishonest with myself for a, a big chunk of my operational career because I let my physicality slip when I got out of the military. And I relied heavily on my tactical, my knowledge and my tactical right, ability, right? right, yeah. right? You know, cause like, oh, I can, I can shoot, move and communicate with the best of them. You know, I'm good. My brain works well. I can, I can you know, all these things are there. Through. Yeah, 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 yeah. Push through, right? Yeah. Yeah. But if I was really being honest, if I was really being honest with myself, if I stripped down, got naked, stood in front of the mirror and asked, am I operational? The answer yeah, would have been no, sure. right? Yeah. At several points. And so it's that willingness to be on, be brutally honest with yourself. Look at what you want, need, you know, what falls in and then, and then just go after it. Not in a bad way, not in like a, you're, you're fucked up way, but like in a, okay, here's what I need to work on. So I like the, I like that it, that the anchor for that is honesty. And then when I'm, when I'm honest with myself, I can be honest with everybody else. Go for it. Yeah, well, that, that's the, that's the byproduct. When you're honest with yourself, there's you can't not be honest with someone else. It's it's automatic. Yeah. So, but the the key to that being honest is because some people say, well, how do you be honest with yourself? How do you know when you're being honest? Because sometimes you think you're honest and you're not because it's a kind of dissonance and da 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 da. And there's one way to to ensure that, and that is to find out who you are. When you know who you are, yeah. and I mean you know who you are, your identity, your true identity, and there's workshops for that, and we actually facilitate that in, in our new CEO program, is that your true identity, when you know what that is, you embrace that like you've never embraced anything before, and that makes it, it makes it almost impossible not to be honest with yourself because you have the key points right in front of you. Right. So it's, it's, easy, to, it's easy to lie to yourself, yeah. and it's easy yeah. to tell yourself you know, sort of stories when you don't know, you haven't defined, maybe on purpose not defined, what your identity is because you don't want to be that honest to yourself. And let's face it, I know you've been there. I know I've been there where I don't want to know. I, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, oh, yeah, we've all been there. Yeah, there's, there's, well, I said, we have all lied to ourselves masterfully. Yeah. Hey, yeah. look over there, you know, like, like, hey, look at for there. Yeah, diversion, right? Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> yeah, the guy Good that point. shows up Great is point. like, oh, no, I'm always honest with myself. Yeah, no, you're yeah. not. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, that's oh, a big man. that's a big fat lie right there. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, I think well, and it becomes this, you know, becomes this avoidance. It becomes this process where, you know, I need to look good for certain things, or you know, I'm really kind of steering clear some things. And I and you're right. I mean, identity. I've probably had four or five identity crises over my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, who am I? What am I doing? That was the that was the choice to move back into this operational mindset platform and breathe life back into this thing after years of kind of walking away from it. You know, I say I wandered the planet for about three years in this massive identity crisis of who Jeff Bandman's going to be. And until I got really back to, well, I'm the, I'm the freaking human behavior guy, right? Yeah. I'm the high stress environment, human behavior mindset, biofeedback guy. That's me Hell yeah. through, through and through. And I teach and I deliver. And, and when I embrace that, then I could actually, here's the interesting thing, because I like to tell one on myself, because I think we all kind of struggle out there with some things. When I fully embrace that, and I looked at that and said, okay, if I'm going to lead this community, and we're going to operate at a different level, physically, mentally, emotionally, right. we're all going to be right. there. What am I missing for myself? And so that's where back on the sandbag workouts every day, like I could see that I was not fully physically right. there started to take on deeper level of emotional challenges and deal with some stuff in the background. Right. You know what I mean? So really, really took things on. So I can be in a context of leading this community the way I'd like to see it 
glad. So yeah, man, awesome. I'm with you. you. Know, it's funny about being honest is that it's it's so easy not to be honest, and then it's it's even easier to stay that way. I mean, our brains really wired is. to either tell the truth or to lie, right? So our brains get wired like that by our actions. So if we tell the truth all the time, that's how our brain's wired. If we lie all the time, even to ourselves, that's how our brain is wired too. So naturally, your body wants to be honest. Your body is also adaptive. So if you continue to lie, you will continue to lie. So the more you lie, the more you're desensitized to lying and less activation of your amygdala. They mm-hmm. talk about that. We don't like to think of ourselves as liars. We just justify our lives, our lies. And they don't actually register as lies anymore because we've shut down our amygdala. And then, so you know, so we need to bring the question yeah. of honesty to the forefront of our mind, and that creates conflicting feelings. And then you're able to make the change. And that's where hit really digs deep when you find your identity. And then when you're honest, the majority of the time, dishonesty activates stress hormones, so it sparks a feeling of guilt. See, so so if you're if mm-hmm. you're honest all the time, then suddenly you're dishonest. You have that guilt feeling, which is basically uh, the stress hormone, and it goes on and on and on. But basically, if yeah. the conflict. If the conflict isn't addressed, guilt shows up less and less and less, meaning eventually your lying is now a habit and it's become, it's become the norm. And that's why yes. a lot of us in the military, we're liars, man. You know, I mean, we, we that's a crime. Yeah. Fire service, law enforcement, yeah. all of it, EMS. We're all liars. We're all so well, full of shit. It, it's right? crazy. It. And we do it with the, you know. <laughs> we're you know, really and, good and at it. This is what hit us. This is what we, this is how we thrive with our clients. And this is how we thrive with this. You know, the, um, we have a program called the Humble Alpha CEO program. And it's, uh, it's digging deep, finding the identity. Look, you know, if you, if you look at most people, especially this actually works for veterans and first responders as well as most people feel powerful in their own area of responsibility. Why? Because their identity is their position. Their identity is not who they are, but what they are. So I'm a soldier. I'm a veteran. I'm a first responder. I'm a fireman, right? I'm the, C- I'm the CEO. I'm the manager. They don't say yeah. I'm Steven, right? And, and when you can take that and convert right. that into I am Steven or I am me, this is who I am, that allows you to be powerful in all areas of life and not just in your niche. You see it. You see, let's say, a first sergeant, right? He's in the Army. He's a first sergeant. Bah, you know, he's like, gets out of the Army, walking down the street. No one knows who he is. He has a hard head. Yeah, no one gives a shit. Exactly. Nobody cares. I mean, I had that same thing, too. I had a 14-year-old kid, like 10 days after I got out of the military, 14-year-old kid giving me shit on me. I was like, man, <laughs> you know, you got to be kidding. So how do you feel powerful now that you've been used to, you know, wearing a uniform with all the markers on it that everyone knows who you are without even asking you a question to being nobody in, in society? That works on our minds and our psyche, our self-confidence yeah. and everything. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And we start compensating in the worst Dude. ways. Yeah, and deep down into our biological wiring, one hundred percent. Right, aggression. I mean, just just crazy stuff. Alcohol, whatever. So yes, we address that so you could actually have that power in every part of life. And the only way you can have that power in every part of life is to actually know who you are, your identity, and that your purpose is tied to that identity. When you have that, you are literally unstoppable. And that's who you see up there in the lights yeah. all over the world. The big powerful people. They have an identity that's tied to their purpose, and there's nothing that can stop. Yeah, man, I, I really, I completely agree with you there. I think when you start to, you know, I've taught for years, I'm like, your kid doesn't need a seal, he needs a dad, right? So, uh, you know, part of the process is understanding yeah. how to transition through these multiple characters you play in your life. Yeah. But at the core of that is you, right? That is what 
you're getting to when you when you dig right. in and say, okay, who is the identity? Who right. is a Jeff Bandman, right? Who is uh, Stephen Kuhn, right? Who are we as core people? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, then, yeah, sure. you know, what outfit am I wearing today? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, am I? Yeah, I mean, I got to I got to live out my childhood dreams. I used to change, you know, from blue corduroys <laughs> to brown corduroys, depending yeah. upon whether I was playing fireman or army. Uh, you know, starting at a very young age, so I got to do it all, right? But that's kind of also part of it. I mean, you can you can do that, but right. but I, you're right. We get our identity absorbed into our domain of expertise, our work. You know, and everything gets wrapped up in that. And then if I leave that yep. again, veterans issues or guys that are retiring out of the services, 100 yeah, exactly. percent. Exactly. You know, I was a street cop for 35 years. Who am I now? You're you're still who you, you, you were who you were before you started that job. You're still the same person. So if we look at that as a, like, like, say, mental health issues. Um, that's yeah. a huge problem. It's a huge area of concern for me when I look at anyone who had who's who did anything with a higher purpose. Yes. Right. So first of all, the, you know, especially the higher purpose, because first of all, trying to replicate that in the civilian world or when you're not a when you're not a first responder anymore, good luck with that. Right. So Seriously. that higher purpose can only be only be tied to your identity once again. Right. So what's my higher purpose? What's my 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 what's my purpose and my higher purpose are tied that's tied to my identity? Then everything. Is amazing, and I have to tell you, it's for me. That's where it really, it really exploded, and that's why I was able to work with people like Mick Jagger or Andre Bocelli or Olivia Newton-John, and I just worked through the German Parliament, the European Parliament, the Croatian Parliament. Why? Because I knew who I was, what my purpose was, and I walked straight up to them. I didn't look for somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody. I knew who I was. I know who I am. Walked up to them. This is this is what I do, and this is what I want to do. And they all said yes. Like I literally walked up to Mick Jagger and said, "I'm your new bodyguard." He said, what? Who sent you? I said, I sent me. What are you talking about? I said, I'm your bodyguard. He said, talk to CJ. I talked to CJ and they hired me. It was, it was a three-week gig when he was in Germany. That yeah. was in 98. It was in 98. But then later, I started working with Olivia. I helped move her company uh, to Europe to, to six different countries. And um, Andrea Bocelli, just until two years ago, I managed one of his um, one of his acts and then part of his business and did renegotiated, renegotiated contracts with Sony, Universal, Warner Bros., Rhino Records. And I never even worked in that industry, not even once. And I dominated yeah. that industry. And they said, how do you do that? I mean, I'll never forget my first call to Sony. And I never talked to anybody in music business before. At that level, you know, doing contracts, and I called Sony. I said, "Stephen Kuhn, I'm from Andrea Bocelli. I have I'd like 15 minutes of your time just to present you with something really quick that's going to be beneficial for both of us." And um, you can tell I've never said that before, right? And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she said, "You don't come from this industry, do you?" And I said, "I don't." And she said, "Good. When can you be here?" So you see, nah, when you know who you are, and you're, it doesn't matter what industry you're in, it doesn't matter what realm you're in. You're powerful in every realm. Getting to that place is where people need to get in their life to be the full potential, to fulfill the full potential of who they can really be. It's amazing. 100%. I mean, and that goes into like, let's, let's talk transparency for a minute because that's a, you know, that's a, it's a it sounds a little buzzwordy. I'm going to speak for the audience. You know, everybody's like, Oh, you know, I, I'm a transparent leader. Yeah, no, you're exactly. fucking not. Exactly. Sit down. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I mean, I, and I think that, well, that's who yeah. we're talking to. Right. I mean, we're talking to, People that are that live in worlds that are highly judgmental, highly doubtful, highly skeptical of kind of everything that flows and, you know, and are really, really run up against the the, you know, the corporate speak that has now penetrated into the services. Yeah. Right. And so it's become 
you know, oh, we run a transparent organization. What's that mean? You're going to make me, make yeah. me wear a body cam every day and expose me and put me at risk. And so, so let's talk, let's create context around your idea of transparency. Right. Let's talk about that a little bit. Cause it's a, it's a big factor in a lot of ways. Well, it's huge. And it's, it's not, it's not like, like you said, it's not, you know, making everybody wear plastic clothing so you can see everything. I mean, it's, it's not that kind of transparency. Yeah. Transparency is communicating your honesty. So as a person of who you are, identity, who you are, by being transparent, people can observe your honesty. So transparency is the outward observation of your internal, of your internal honesty, not only with your words, but by your actions, right? When you live by hit, you got nothing to hide. Of course, it doesn't mean you share everything and be completely transparent about every single aspect of your life with everyone. Obviously not. You share the, to, to the degree that the situation dictates. Simple as that. Yeah. And yeah. Higher, just simple boundaries. Right. Yeah, exactly. So a higher level of transparency results in the building of trust at a rapid speed. And people are more, more apt to help you in your efforts when they can trust you through that transparency. And it helps everyone around you make a better, faster decisions. Transparency allows also those that need to connect with you in a much more organic way to be able to do so. And there's no need to try to convince others or of, of anything that you, of who you are, what you are, because the transparency is already admitting it before you even have to say anything about it, right? You're living your life and naturally the people that are like you will be attracted to you. And of course, we talk about authenticity, which, you know, it's overused as well. It's another buzzword, right? But genuine relationships, genuine relationships are created and cultivated due to living by him. And this, this is also known, as I said before, in investing in relational capital. When you invest in relational capital, people invest back in you. So you get that, that, that return. Relational capital is just, just like financial capital. You have to invest to get a return. The only difference is relational capital, for sure, you have 100% chance of getting a return. <laughs> Whereas financial, you yeah, don't. man. I mean, hey, I I play. I have played. You know, if you look at my contact list, I've got contact lists to go back thirty years. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, as a good chunk of it, and I play uh, Rolodex roulette on Fridays and Sundays. Like I will, you know, I create a couple hours for myself. I flip through my contact list, and I'm like, oh, I haven't talked to Stephen for a while, and dial. Yeah. Right. Just leave you a message. Check in. If you happen to pick up, Brad, we have a conversation. Yeah. So and, and I and I I really I've loved that, like the opportunity to build and hold relationships yeah. for an extremely long period of time is is just to me worth yeah. it. Right. The, the people that I feel like I could pick up the phone and be like, hey, I'm coming to Austin tomorrow and go, you know, stay at somebody's house or just see them and connect with them. I, you know, that's a so important. And it starts like starts right where you are, you know, with communicating effectively with the people around you. And by that, you know, I would say that's transparent communication. So give me an example of what you like, let's put it on the, on the ground for, for everybody listening. So like what, give me an example of, of a, of a okay. solid way that you are transparent. Okay. So let's say for instance, when I had um, the teams, right? So I had these different teams and uh, when I would work with them, I always had the reviews, you know, you do your reviews. Have you ever been in the company where someone just disappears and no one's talking about it? Like, obviously they got fired, but no one talks about it, right? No one says what happened right. or why it just, they just disappear. Right. And sort of like brushed under the rug. That's, that's an example where people can not only understand why they were let go, but the person himself will let them know why they were let go and they'll do it in a positive way because the entire process from start to finish, from the very first, um, the, the very first evaluation to the very last evaluation where you knew it wasn't going to work, that they agree with you all the way along the way because you're being transparent. Most people avoid conflict. So if I have a, an employee that says, look, 
you're fantastic. I want you to be successful in this business. This is what you got to do. Do you realize that you're not doing this right now? This is how you're going to do it. So you try to train and you try to coach and you try to train. And when it doesn't work, they always agree with you. You're right. It didn't work. Let's try again. again. And in the end, they're basically saying, you know what? I agree with you. I can't do this. So they'll go back and they'll announce, hey, everybody, I'm leaving. And I'll even have a, I, I would even have a going away party for them. Yeah. So I never, I never had to fire anybody because the transparency was so key that in the business, everyone knew where they stood 100%. And as a team, we knew where we stood 100%. And then, and then, and then there was none of this like, oh, what happened to Joey? Uh, I don't know. Did he get fired? Oh, my God. Did they, who's next? You know, like, oh, my God. Did they just get rid of people here? Don't tell anybody. You know, so it's that kind. That's a perfect example of how an organization can be affected massively. And that's how you lose A players, by the way. It's because they're like, I'm not putting up this shit. I'm not putting up yeah. this shit. I'm gone. You know? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, we see that. We see that across the services as well. I mean, I can remember times in the firehouse. And nobody, te- you know, here's the thing. Nobody teaches you how to be a leader. Nobody teaches you how to, you know, move up in your career. You know, they just kind of expect that somehow by osmosis, you got these amazing skills that built your, you know, high levels of emotional intelligence and you can understand the people around you and magically communicate effectively. <laughs> Great. Bam. <laughs> You're now a captain. Or, yeah, exactly. You know, it's the same thing about training officers. Like, it's like nobody trains the training officers. It's like, okay, you're the designated training officer today. Well, great. You know. Well, it's it's true. And the problem is, is that when you go up in leadership, you need to have to go up in consciousness as well. Yeah. You know, obviously, you as as a human being, to be able to to grasp and actually and implement the higher change and the higher chain of command, you have to be in a higher consciousness. That's my, and that's why that's completely Yeah. I, that's why I created that from actor to architect program, right? Cause you're there moving, you're, you you're really moving. There's a whole shift that occurs. All right. Quick pause because this episode is brought to you in part by chief Miller apparel. Listen, pop over to Instagram and check out chief Miller. You can find him at chief underscore Miller underscore on Instagram. Thanks for sponsoring us, Chief. We really appreciate it. Now, let's get back to the show. You know, listen, when I rewrote the firearms instructor course for the agency, the first running of it, we did at a site with a bunch of former operators, right? So all these gruff guys in here, and I'm teaching uh, the firearms instructor course because we all have to train the masses, you know, within there. And, and the agency is a very non-gun organization for people that don't understand that. But it was hilarious because in that context, I put, you know, a whole block of emotional intelligence in there and several other things. But I also looked at the guys and I'm like, listen, you know, there's no difference between you and Britney Spears. When you take the front of the room, when you take the stage, people are expecting a show. They are expecting a level of they have an expectation that you are going to deliver the goods up there. You know, and you've got to step up to that. And how you're going to do that is by understanding how people move and function and operate and learn. And so we dug into this whole world of emotional intelligence, you know, and I walked them through all this stuff and the guys leave the room after the half day session. And they're like, that was the best freaking class I've ever had. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah, because they they had never looked at it or created a perception that way. And nobody ever teaches you. You're you're talking to the inside. It's the whole point. People forget. People forget. We we operate from the inside out, but everybody wants to operate and teach from the outside in. And that's, that's so frustrating when I see people and they're like, I gotta do that. You know, it's all this outside, you know, warrior shield up kind of sword out kind of thing where we know that we, we dictate, we can dictate our feelings, our, our thoughts, our reactions, our actions from the inside out 
It's just that we get totally. so used to reacting instead of acting that we react our entire lives. And suddenly you're like, wait a second. If that guy upsets me and I lose my cool, I'm a slave to his mood. How can that be? Are you really yeah. that weak? Yeah. Okay, so, so it's like, yeah, I am really that weak. How can I change it? Well, let's work on that. And this is, this is where – this is where hit just slams it in their faces. I love it. Yeah. I mean, even like, even with the girls, I was telling you, you know, we just did this road trip and, but even with my girls, you know, over my personal growth, the conversation I now get to have is uh, I get to explain to them like wh what causes me anxiety. And then when I get a high state of anxiety, when I get anxious, it comes out of frustration or anger right. at times, right? It kind of, I get, I get, you know, short right. and snappy and like, do this, do that. I, you know, I flip into my <laughs> command make shit happen mode <laughs> and but but i think if you look at it from a transparent level you know and that's a that's a, just a breeding ground of what i've grown up in but when i can communicate from that level that says you know because my 13 15 year old struggles with anxiety as well too and so when i communicate from that level when i'm transparent and say hey this is really what's going on yeah. you know all of this stuff is causing me anxiety and unfortunately, that's just, and I'm working on how that comes out, but that's how it comes out. Yeah. So really, I'm not upset. I'm anxious. Yeah. Awesome. And, and now, and she, she and I are that, dude, that blew our relationship up like to a whole new world I bet. just by sharing what was actually going on inside. It's funny, you, you know, for that. me. It's funny you say that because, you know, I talked to my five year old son and my daughter's four, but she doesn't understand as much about my son. But, you know, I get that way too. I snap, you know. And I think yeah. I'm very calm and, you know, easy going. And then, then suddenly, bam, I'm snapping, right? And they just look at me with the, yeah. you know, and I tell them, I said, look, no matter how I react on the outside, that has nothing to do with my love for you on the inside. I love you more than I could love life itself every time, no matter how I am. And the only reason I'm like that is because anxiety, dot, 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 that kind of stuff. Like I tell him straight up, I said, do you yep. understand? Look at him as lost, do you understand? He said, yeah, daddy, I love you. So it's it's so important that transparent this, I'm glad you brought that up because when we talk all the time about business, but it's in order to have the quality of life, which is the, the goal for all of us, it's the, that's the end goal, isn't it? Quality of life. It's, it's yeah, that, the yep. most important thing for us is that love and connection to the ones that we love. And even there, even there, transparency, yeah. um, honesty, you know what I mean? Like we're, we're not very good at that, you know, <laughs> when we get no, out. No, we're of, not. At least we're, when we we're stop not. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, I have to keep the shield. No, man. I mean, and even with the, even with your partners, even with the people in the firehouse, even with the people in a variety of ways, it gives me an opportunity to be like, hey, listen, here's what's there for me today. Communicate, you know, as a leader to be able to say, I, I really don't know. Let's figure it out together. Let's, you know, this is how do we work this problem together? I think it creates a, uh, like you said, man, I mean, it does create that new level of trust. Yeah, and people are attracted to you. They're attracted. Look, they, people see goodness. It's intrinsic in someone. Look, there's a, you know, there's a lot of fakers and distrust, distrust, distrustful people out there. And living by hit allows you to live in the world effortlessly because you shield yourself from those people automatically because you're attracting the right people who also shield you from those people you know it's it's incredible eventually the truth is going to come out everywhere anyway right the transparency you know the truth will be transparent to everyone sooner or later yes and the, the important thing about being transparent and a lot of people forget this too is that if mistakes are made be honest and own up to them it's to be transparent about your mistake yourself than to have someone else reveal it if you want to be right and let's face it Transparency is increasing in the world we live in. It's better to be ahead of the curve anyway. So live by hit, god dang it. <laughs>
Yeah, I mean it's yeah, totally. And and it's and it's it's that it's that honesty with yourself, it's that understanding, it's that core piece of identity, you know, and then that builds this level of integrity. So define for me your integrity. Right. Because that, you know, people talk integrity. Yeah. That kind of that spans a lot for a lot of people. Well, for me, you can't be integral. You, it's a, it's a byproduct of who you are, how you live, you know, your attitudes and the whole works. And so, yes. integrity for me is a byproduct of hit, and it becomes your reputation. Integrity is one of the most cherished and well deserved characteristics one attain. But it also in- indicates living a whole, complete life. You cannot have integrity in only one part of your life and not the other. It's got to be. It's like you don't have weekends off from having integrity. Yes. You know, it's like you know. Oh, I'm only I'm only at the job. You know, so it doesn't happen. So uh, integrity indicates that a person thinks long term and chooses the right thing to do, even if it's the harder thing to do. And they also know that eventually, always doing the right thing will yield better results than any short term way of thinking ever could. And they also there's also a statement that says integrity is um, doing what you say you're going to do and not doing what you say you're not going to do. And also, also, it's what you do when no one's looking. So there's all these statements. But for me, it's the result of being honest and transparent. It's the way that I know that my life is like a ripple effect. That the, right. more, the longer I stay, the longer I stay in that position, the longer I stay honesty, integrity, and transparency, I'm rippling out. And it's creating this basis, this foundation of everyone that's attached to me, all the stakeholders in my life enterprise. It's drawing them closer to me as a strength, as a bond. It's incredible. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, and I've, you know, and there's been, you know, a lot of versions of, uh, and as well as of what you said, a lot of versions of like integrity and definitions of it, you know, yeah. what's workable, yeah. Yeah. you know, all these things that come into play with it. But I do like, you know, you said one thing that I do like that it kind of comes back to, which is, you know, are you, you know, the, your core pieces of integrity is just honoring what comes out of your mouth. Right. I mean, that's so if if I say yes, then it's a yes. And I you can trust that I'm going to do that. If I say no, then I just say no. And I think that bleeds into but you've got to have honesty and transparency in order to communicate effectively. You know what I mean? I mean, I know for years I gave my word to things that I had no intention of completing. Right. It was just kind of the, what yeah, you say. Yeah. And there's so many ways to look at that. I mean, for instance, someone who doesn't know what their, who their identity is and isn't really honest or transparent with themselves because they're worried about who, to find out who they really are. Someone says, hey, man, um, I, I need you for this job or whatever. Okay. Yeah, sure, I'll, I'll do it. And then they don't do it. And they'll t- say yes to everything just in case. Right. That's, that's yeah. an example of very low integrity. That's not doesn't mean they're doing it in a way to be dangerous or to be, you know, destructive. It's just that they're not, balance and they're not living a whole life complete as who they are so integrity not being not having integrity doesn't always mean you're evil but another way of like we said before another way of showing integrity is actually fessing up when you made a mistake like people say yes you talk about hit but this and this happened i'm like yeah and i i'm very sorry that that happened that was not my intention unfortunately this this and this happened and this is what the outcome was Uh, so you know let's let's find a way to fix it that's integrity as well, right? Owning your mistakes, owning the, owning the yeah. BS and quit pushing it out on other people and find some, you know, befangled sort of explanation why the, the, why, why the universe is against you or whatever it is. Um, just own everything. Own it input, own the output, own the yeah. mistakes, own it. And uh, honest to God, it's such a, it's such, I can't even, I, mean, I can't even explain to you how powerful it is when you're standing in front of a, a, a million people or wherever many people it is and you're called out. And you can't be called out because you've called yourself out before. You've apologized for anything you've ever done. or you've to, People try to get you all the time when you're in a position like that. 
and they, they did after a while. After a while, they just give up. Yeah. They can't get you because you're shielded from that because you're living my hit. Yeah, I mean, it's just like go dig. Yeah, you know, it's like when I sat down for my polygraph. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when I sat down for my polygraph the first time, I was like, well. I'll tell you everything you want to know. I'm not sure you're going to want to hear everything you're, you know, <laughs> going to come out of my mouth. But, uh, but we'll let it go. But yeah, I mean, I think that that is that becomes a new level by which we operate, right? Sure. I mean, if we're talking at the core about how do I elevate my game, where am I in my spectrum of really operating in the top percentage of whatever my world is? You know, this is a mastery part of it. Like this is, and it doesn't happen overnight, you know, and it's not like a, an immediate rapid change of all of a sudden I'm living with honesty, integrity, and transparency yeah. tomorrow. No, you're not. Yeah. You know, it's a muscle. It's like going to the gym. Yep. It's like everything else. Got to work it. You got to train it. You got to develop it. And you got to practice it. Yep. You got to, and because it's, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we had Paul, Lieutenant Colonel Paul Tulin on. Uh, he's the chief. Uh, at uh chief of ops at first special forces group right. now you know sfsf guy uh phenomenal human being he talked about as a leader putting yourself at risk right. right which builds trust and being being risky and you know being honest being vulnerable being transparent that's a risky play for, for most, most people, people. Yeah, because they because they don't but know well they, i should say the appearance of it is risky right okay good good yeah i'm glad you made that yeah yeah, yeah, let me correct that. Yeah, because I mean, well, because they would say, well, that's too risky, right? But but that's a false narrative. That's a false yeah. statement because you and I both know the goodness that actually comes when you're on it, yeah. when you're transparent, when you do what you say you're going to do, when you follow through with things, when you operate at that different level, man, the goodness is yeah, good. It's, it's, it's incredible. And also to the point of, of ability you spoke about is I wrote an article for entrepreneur.com that I just didn't think it was a big deal. It went nuts. And it was how, you know, to use your vulnerability as your superpower. And I, you know, I can tell you that I can hold my breath when it comes to being vulnerable longer than most people. So that's why, for instance, when I want to go to a boardroom meeting, they always have these competitions where like they'll invite three consultants and like McKinsey or somebody or Ernest and Young or somebody. Sure. And, you know, they're in there with a PowerPoint presentation suit and tie, making it happen and all this kind of stuff. And they're talking about stuff and things and, you know, and, and pie charts and models and business models. And I'm, I'm just there in my space. Right? So I'm in there in my space. I'm creating space, which is what we call when you have zero expectations and you have zero uh, forethought about what you're going to say when you're in this meeting. Your only intention is just to provide massive value. And what happens is, is create that space. The people you're talking to step into that space and they feel like they feel that vulnerability like, yeah, yeah. I'm here to solve your problems. Let's do this together. They feel that openness, that lack of push, that lack of pull, lack of manipulation, that lack of using leverage. Suddenly, you're, you're talking about greatness there because you form that mastermind, right? That third entity between two people or, or two groups of people that suddenly come up with, with solutions and, and yeah. solutions and answers that you wouldn't have done otherwise. So I can sit in that place of vulnerability all day long while they're putting their PowerPoint presentations up there and slick, slick, doing their slick presentations. And I just sit there and show up. And it's like, that is my superpower. I have no expectations. I have no worries, no preconceived notions. I'm there to provide value wholly and fully for the person that I'm talking to. And that's it. And what happens is they look at everybody else like they're robots. You know, so you win every time, yeah. even if you don't win the, win the, let's say the win the bid, but you win every time in one way or the other. Because people are like, well, this guy, 
has no fear at all. You know, and it's just it's just something that's powerful beyond belief when you know who you are and you allow yourself to rest on as as a strength on your vulnerability and on your identity. It's incredible. Yeah, man. No, I completely agree with you. And that goes it, it just it the benefits that you reap when you operate that way uh, are huge. Are just uh, even huge. Just, let's look at the simplicity of life when you live like that. Just that alone. Yeah. <laughs> if everything else yeah. stayed the same, if everything else stayed the same, but life got much simpler just in general with how, how you feel every day. When you wake up, oh my God, what's the boss going to say? Oh, I got to, oh, I'm going to be late. He's going to yell at me. Oh, when all that disappears, my wife's mad at me or my yeah. kids or my kids, what are my kids thinking? Oh, when all that disappears, how much better are you going to be in your career, your job, your passion? How much better are you going to be in your relationship with your wife and your kids and your family and your, 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 your employees? I mean, that alone right there is well worth it. Yeah, man. And I mean, we spend so much time in other people's bullshit, yeah, exactly. right? We've been, <laughs> and predicting what their bullshit is, yeah. right? I mean, we could, <laughs> yeah, and that's not actually what's going exactly. on, but we've, you know, created, yeah. created it for them. And when, you know, and I just can release that stuff and I'm who I am, take me yep. or don't, you know, yep. that's just the deal. The, it, the game changes completely. So listen, in this last little bit, you know, I know a lot of a lot of the listening audience and a lot of people out there that are currently serving as a law enforcement officer, firefighter, uh, even in the military or veteran or in their transition phase. You know, they're they're running their side hustles or they're building businesses today. They're doing different things. So I, I wanted to I know you've got a uh, a PDF that kind of talks about like eight ways to create a me uh, immediate yeah. impact on the revenue. Uh, a couple other. So, you know, kind of stepping out of the operational environment, you know, and giving some goodies because I know some of the, the people out there are running uh, right. you know, really cool businesses right. on the side. Right. They're they're trying to start some things. Um, you also you run a veterans group, correct? Yes. You run. Yes. A, okay. Let's take, take me through like, you know, people enjoyed today's show. Hey, I really liked what Stephen had to say. I like this idea of hit. Uh, I am running a business on the side and or I'm looking at how I can develop myself in other areas. How do they find you? Right. Uh, what's out well, there? Well, for me, it's my, my website's simple. It's Stephen with a V dash K-U-H-N.com. Um, there you can contact with me directly on email. It's just, you know, just contact Stephen. I'll go directly. There's a free download there, eight ways to create immediate impact revenue in your business. And if you use these eight ways, at least one or two of those eight ways, you're going to start making money immediately in your business. I promise you. The funny thing about that is, is there's actually 32 ways. <laughs> there's only three ways to grow a business. There's only three ways to actually grow a business. Yeah. That's that's uh, more customers, higher prices, and repeat sales. Or you can buy a company. But there are the three ones. Underneath those three ways is another 32 ways to grow your business. And those 32 ways I have like a, a handle on. So when I look at people's businesses, people call me, I consult them, I help them turn around by implementing the procedures that they are putting in place. Most people use two to three, and there's 32 out there. So you can imagine the gap that a lot of people have in their business. So that's that's the thing about immediate, immediate impact revenue. Yeah. Business is what I'm all about. That's how I do business. I have a partner named Lane Baloney. He's, he's an SF veteran, a Special Forces veteran. Um, we work together with CEOs. We have the Humble Alpha CEO program where we help. Um, it, it's a customized program which is designated to take a leader in their senior direct reports from their current level of performance to high-performing laser-focused teams and to living a, like I said before, quality of life with certain to everything they do and all the while um, adding at least $1 million in incremental revenue to the company's bottom line in the first 12 months. So that's a big program that we, we, we put together. We do that by by collaborating with a lot of really high-end professionals that work 
with us in their specific fields of expertise. So that's another thing we do, and that's for more mature companies that are making you know about 150k a month and above. Um, so that's the two different sizes we have. The immediate impact revenue is a is a is a, is a consulting program with me one on one, and the um, humble alpha CEO is for the mature companies uh, that work with us in, a, in a different kinds of groups. So yeah, I'd love to talk to anybody who's out there, especially you know first responders and veterans. That's what I live for. My group is called the Vetpreneur Tribe. We have. 13,500 veteran entrepreneurs in a group on Facebook uh, who, uh, you know, bi-weekly schools, uh, teaching and training from outside sources. We have the world professionals, literally the world professionals in there uh, teaching the, the, the cutting edge um, and we support each other. We have a live event on this on the 10th of uh, September at the Military Influencers Conference. It's called the Business Accelerator, Vetpreneur Tribe Business Accelerator, where we take uh, 40 veterans through 10 specialists and it's three time the three hour time period and then revamped our entire business to find them actually more money more revenue less costs and just make it happen so yeah we're on it brother <laughs> and then and then on the veteranure tribe and can can anybody out of the fire service or law enforcement world can they hop into that as well can they yeah. pop in there or do you have to just be a vet you have to be a vet and you know it's we okay. you know, we've looked at letting other people in but it's just it's just you know yeah, yeah. yeah. so you know even, even, well, the, spouse, even the spouses got mad at us so we started a mill spouse uh, <laughs> millspreneur tribe we started as well so nice yeah. nice yeah. nice very good okay yeah no absolutely i mean a lot of the a lot of listeners are vets you know they've come out back and everything else you know that's an option it's a great resource mm-hmm. i'm in there you know, it's a it's a really solid resource, a lot of support for everybody out there. And I think that's it, right? It's yeah. it's constantly putting yourself in the conversation one way or the other. Yeah, look, I mean, I want to tell you straightforward. I started online business 19 months ago. Before that, I Facebook was a place where I put pictures of my hot wife. That was about it, right? So, yeah. And now, I mean, in the, in the first three months, I made 100K online without any cost just because I was doing lives, giving free value in the Vetpreneur tribe. Veterans hired me to consult them for the business. I made 100K. Right, so in the last year, in the last, uh, in in that following year, I made another three hundred k. I didn't spend one dime on anything. All I did was live videos, helping people solve problems in their business, and they wanted more. They hired me. If they didn't, they didn't. They took the free value they had, and they in their businesses, or they hired me to do it for them or with them. And look. There's always a way out there, and that's what I'm super good at. I find ways for you to make money immediately. I can go in stories where people were broke came to me, and within three days they had five grand or ten grand, which isn't the big picture, but it saves them from that moment. So, so if anybody's out there, especially first responders and veterans, man, that's my heart. So you guys reach out. You need some help. We always, I always do a free consultation and I'm not going to try to sell you. I'm going to try to solve problems immediately by creating value. Just like I said, this whole speech and then that way you can, you can teach, you can test me if I was bullshitting or not during this whole radio show. Cause I promise you, I am not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think that's it. And I think you're, cause you're getting down to, yeah, exactly. You're getting down to the cores of things that matter. Uh, And I like that because I know several of the, several of the crew have, you know, have their side hustles that they're building and growing and working hard for, and they're going to the firehouse and that, you know, so they're, they're living pretty dynamic lives, got families, got work, got business stuff going. And that's kind of, that's part of the community we now live in and embrace that in. And so that's, you know, the twofold reason why I really wanted to bring you on the episode was one, look at these underpinning things. Cause I believe hits applicable across the board, right? Yeah. Period. Uh, it's a, the fundamental aspects. So I wanted to dive into there. And then the second part is also bringing a resource to the community so they understand what's available. They've got somebody that speaks their language. 
you know, they can get down and dirty with it and help them kind of grow and, and pursue other dreams, you know, outside some of the services as well. So, yeah. And, and look, it's just, if I can say this one thing, if you're in a place and you don't know how to get to where you want to go, ask somebody who's already there. Yeah. Collapse time, collapse time, yes. get where you want to get faster by getting people to work with you who are answer your questions who are already where you want to be. It's that simple. That's literally that simple. Dude, I love it. I love it. Steven, thank yeah. you for taking the time and joining me today. I greatly appreciate it. Great show. Great conversation. Uh, we'll probably have to circle around and bring you back at some point in time. But uh, I'll make sure that all the all Steven's bios, his links to where he lives on the Internet, all these wonderful places, a couple other things all up in the show notes. Make sure you swing by out mindset.com backslash mindset radio to check it out. And we will talk to you again soon. All right. That wraps up our show for today. Thanks so much again for giving me your time and attention. I greatly appreciate it. Listen, if you got something from today's episode, if you heard one little piece that can benefit you or benefit those around you, do me a favor, do yourself a favor, do somebody else a favor and share this episode out introduce them to mindset radio bring them into the fold get them listening get them learning and get them performing at a whole new level don't forget swing by and check us out you can follow us on instagram at mindset radio i'm personally at mindset 06 actual if you want to follow me head on over to facebook facebook.com backslash mindset radio and hop into our mindset radio group we're going to start having a little bit more deeper conversations some behind the scenes stuff some extra talks while we're there and really enjoy it. Last but not least, two quick requests. Subscribe to the podcast and do me a favor. Rate and review us. Now, see, the review part is pretty important because people look through, right? People want to look and see whether or not this is worth listening to. If you think it is, do me a favor, write us a note. So, Listen, we're out for this Monday. We're back Wednesday with a phenomenal guest, Mike Trot. It's going to be a good episode. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're listening. Be safe out there. Thanks again.